I want to be your real estate resource. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty, and today we are fortunate enough to have with us Jeremy Casey from SR Commercial Real Estate. Jeremy, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, nice little resume here. You are the managing partner at SR Commercial. Uh, you've got 10 years of commercial real estate lending and banking experience, bachelor's from Westfield State University, an MBA at American International College. Uh, you are a professor of entrepreneurship and economics at Elms College, a 40 under 40 recipient, and the Rotary Paul Harris Award winner. Oh, that was a mouthful. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, you know, why don't you just a little bit uh, for the listeners of the history behind SR Commercial, because you are a newer company. Um, and let's talk about how it got started. Yeah, so it got started. So I was in banking for 10, 12 years um, doing commercial real estate lending and Pretty much uh, while I was doing that lending, I saw that there was some opportunities, um, you know, as far as the demographics that were running commercial real estate companies and the opportunities that were there. Um, and pretty much, you know, jumped out of banking because, you know, banks were merging left and right. And it was, you know, bank to bank. And quite honestly, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, so didn't really want to work for somebody and wanted to create something really really cool and something that's like really innovative and go into a space that's kind of traditional and, you know, disrupt it. And so I really kind of saw an opportunity with commercial real estate and just jumped in and I had a good background because I was doing the lending. So I under, I already understood a lot about the industry. It was more now just understanding what customers want and the service that they expect um, and really how to build that business model. Very cool. So company launches uh, January of 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're a little over a year. And how's the market going? Uh, the market's out of control. It's, uh, you know, when we started, you know, started with one listing, um, you know, it was kind of just me against the world. <laughs> sure. And, um, you know, what was interesting was, you know, when we started just that one listing, then, you know, put a sign up. And oddly enough, that was already, that was an expired. Okay. And somebody you know, didn't sell it. And we took it over. It was through networking. I, I knew the people and we were able to um, get it under contract within three months. And I was like, wow, okay, there's this an opportunity. And one of the things that was crazy too, was I kept hearing the same thing. Wow. You responded to my call. Wow. Hey, you, you called me back. And when I started hearing that, I, I knew there was an opportunity to really, um, you know, be something better in the industry. And so now, you know, uh, you know, fast forward to where we are today, we've got, eight agents. Um, you know, we've, um, you know, done a, I think 58 transactions or sides last year. Um, we'll probably triple that this year. Um, we have about 60 listings, uh, for lease or, and for sale, uh, we do buyer tenant representation, we do property management. Um, and so we're a full service commercial real estate firm. I like to say that we're a boutique because the way we do things is very different. Um, and we like that agility. So it, we're, it's really kind of crazy that in one, you know, one and a half years ago, we were just one listing and now we really kind of accelerated. Yeah. You know, when you first came to me kind of with the idea and we were kicking it around, there's a lot of differences between residential and, and commercial. And, you know, I've, I've been 
doing the residential game for, I don't know, 13, 14 years now. And, it, you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle when we come across that commercial listing. So I was super pumped to have somebody, you know, had the laser focus of let's go build something great and commercial. Um, and I think one of the, the struggles for a lot of the people on the residential side is deal structuring, right? And so with the the, the background in banking, um, I think that gives you a, a huge asset. So what are some of the other things? Because you did some residential before you, oh, yeah. you dove yep. into commercial. So what are some of the other big differences, would you say, between the, the commercial uh, brokerage and, and the residential brokerage? So there's a lot. It's kind of like where to start. Um, I think the biggest one is, you know, a diagnostic. So say if I'm working, it, regardless whether it's a listing or whether it's a buyer or a tenant is, you know, in residential, not to, you know, say that that's easier, but it's it's a little bit more, uh, there's a rubric to it, right? There's a structure. So, you know, normal question on the residential side is, you know, how many beds, how many baths do you want? What's your location? You know, how big of a house, right? They don't, you don't really care about, oh, is it a colonial? Is it a cape? I mean, it's really, you know, you have, um, you know, a basic diagnostic you do to get an understanding of what they're looking for. And then you can just set them up on a website and then you show them those properties. Um, and the other part too is, I, and I try to explain it to people like this is, you know, when in residential, when somebody goes into a property, it's, there's emotion that that's surrounding that transaction. So they say, Oh, I don't like the color of the walls, you know, Ooh, the cabinets. I don't know. You know, you know, Oh, I love those cabinets. Like in commercial, they're like, Oh, it's got a kitchen. That's right. it's cool. Like right. I just care about the ceiling height, you know, or what the traffic count is. So what you need to figure out when you're working with a buyer or a tenant is, you know, you're, it's a, a, such a huge question set because, okay, what's your business about? You know, that's the big thing. Everybody like the, the somebody's business is their baby, right? Sure. So you want them to talk about it. They want to talk about it. So give me an idea of your day-to-day -day business and how you work. So it's that, but also, you know, what type of property do you need? Is it retail? Is it industrial? Is it office, medical office? Is it uh, a blend mixed residential and mixed commercial? I mean, it's, I mean, and then there's multis, which, you know, I, I, I find that a lot of residential people still do, which is fine because I just residential and it's a, it's too emotional for me. Sure. Um, and then it's, are you, you know, owner occupying, you know, are you going to actually have your business there or is this an investment? Because that's a very different model and how we would help out a buyer, um, you know, from an investment side as opposed to them an owner occupying the building. Yeah. So there's there's so much more than just um, and I'm dumbing down residential heavily, yep. but you know, beds and baths and location. Yeah, look, it's more complex, you yeah, know, and it's, it, and being in the, in the residential game for so long, it was it was super frustrating to try and do a co-broke or work with somebody from a commercial brokerage. They didn't want to give you the time of day. You know, they almost talking down to you like you didn't know what the hell you're doing. At yeah. the end of the day, though, the residential agents don't know what they're doing. There is just too much to know on the commercial space for the residential guy. You got to say, I'm not going to do residential and I'm going to go and do commercial, mm -hmm. you know, and now having worked with you on this commercial brokerage and developing and seeing all the ins and outs. That's the right move. You know, if you're if you're out there and listening and you're looking at a commercial piece and you, you know somebody, most agents that, that the general public knows, uh, the residential agents, right? Yeah. You can't be using those people if you want true guidance and, and, and mentorship. And when you're going through this process on the commercial side, you got to find somebody that specializes yeah, in commercial. Do. And, and the, the crazy thing is, too, is that that's one of the things we've really worked with is 
a lot of residential agents from Revithis, uh, from Hamden Home Buyers, from a bunch of different companies. And the reason being is, you know, we pay out a really good, you know, referral fee. And that's something in this industry that doesn't happen. Maybe you don't get one at all. But yeah. in residential, people expect that. Yeah. And so, you know, my whole entire philosophy is focus on what you're good at um, and refer out and make some passive income on what you're not. Yeah. And that's where we've had a lot of success. And I get a lot of residential real estate agents asking me questions, whether it's from Revithis or another brokerage, um, about, you know, how is it different? And I always go back to that diagnostic. You, you, The deeper you dig, the better it's going to be because in no matter what business it is, time's money. Yep. So if you're not, if you're not, if you truly don't understand what this, you know, person wants, you're going to show them a bunch of stuff. You're going to waste both people's time. They're going to be pissed at you. And so uh, like, that's one of the things where getting as much, as much information upfront and really it's, it's not just over the phone. Hey, what are you looking for? That's just before you even have the date and go and meet them. Yeah. And then you go and meet them, you see what their operation is, if it's existing. Um, and if it's not existing and it's, you know, a startup or a brand new business owner that's like starting a restaurant, um, you know, you really got to, you know, there's a lot of, there's a big learning curve uh, in educating them on, you know, Where's your funding coming from? How much funding do you have? What's your business plan? So there's a lot more consultation up front. And so it does make it a little bit um, more uh, intense in the beginning. And then furthermore, I mean, the deal structure takes much longer where your residential can be three months. I mean, we can be, I mean, we just closed a property that took a year. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a very different all around. Yeah. Yeah. And I think playing nice in the sandbox with the residential agents was a was a cornerstone to what we were trying to accomplish. We put yeah. this thing together and you've done an amazing job of working with the residential agents. It was always frustrating to me to not get the time of day. I understand why uh, now being in it a little bit more of why we were, you know, the residential agents are treated like that. But just pay a referral fee and, and agree to help yeah. these clients and do it right. And so if you're a residential uh, agent out there, you know, this is a very uh, commercial uh, and referral fee friendly brokerage that, yeah. that, that you've built. We want to work with you. And yeah, like sorry. we, like a lot of commercial brokers don't actually put their listings on um, MLS. Yep. Uh, and one of the reasons is they don't want to even have anything to do with a residential agent. Yep. And I, and I find us, you know, in our team uh, at SR Commercial that, you know, we don't mind helping a residential agent through the process as long as they want to learn it and they kind of follow it. Yep. And we've done that and it's been very successful. And, but, you know, I can understand sometimes because there is, you know, commercial brokers I've found can be somewhat on, on the uh, lazier side, I guess <laughs> the best way they're time sensitive. I don't know how to say it, but, you know, they don't want to, you know, be holding the hand of a co-broke of somebody that they're going to pay out to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, this person on the other side, and it happened to me in Belchertown, you know, we like I went in with as a buyer's agent and it was a residential agent that or broker that was on the, the listing side. Uh, the deal fell apart. Um, and I said, hey, man, you know, how about we help you on this? I'll pay yeah. you a referral fee. We got the deal uh, that had been a listing for a year. Yeah. Um, it closes mm, two days. Yeah. And, I mean, no, in like uh, in a week. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's going to get a nice, healthy referral out of it. And yeah. we did. We closed it a month later. Yeah. I mean, do, do, do what you're good at. And, yeah. and, you know, if you're on the residential side, it's just there's too much. You can't service the client yeah. adequately. Um, so the best move, if you want to do what's best for your client is to refer that business out. Yeah, and every, it's very hard to structure too, because every building is different. So you can't really box it in where it's, you know, 
oh, just this style of building. Like industrial buildings are all different. You know, retail buildings sometimes have uniformity. Office buildings don't. So you never can treat them all the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, this has been a lot of uh, great information on the, on the first half, but we are up against the break. Um, we got plenty to talk about commercial stuff. We'll get into some more specifics uh, of, of commercial real estate in the second half. But uh, if people have you know, commercial questions, they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to go about that? Um, so I'm a phone guy. I like to be face to face and talk uh, and hear people's voice. So um, you can call us at 413-459-4535. Again, that's 413-459-4535. Um, that'll go right to any of our agents. Um, and we try to really take a team approach. Um, or you can also go and uh, check us out on Facebook at Jeremy Casey real estate, SR commercial on Facebook. And then lastly on our website, srcommercialre.com. That's srcommercialre.com. How about just a quick, you know, uh, 10 second pitch on who's a good referral for you? Who, like if you're, if somebody's out there right now, who should be thinking about calling you? Anybody you see, if they got a sign, you know, like a for lease by owner, for sale by owner, that's having you know trouble that you see a sign that's been sitting there for a month, two months, three months, a year. We're, those are our people. We can come in and help with their marketing to make sure that we get people in their, in their buildings. Awesome. As always, guys, if you've just got general real estate requ- uh, requests or questions uh, more on the residential side, uh, please don't hesitate to call me or my team. That's 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homebuyers. 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. We wanna help you find your dream home and help you navigate the home buying process. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty, and today we've got uh, Jeremy Casey here joining us from SR Commercial. Welcome back. Thank you so much. 
So listen, um, you know, kind of one of the things that you were uh, talking about in, in the intro was that you came in to want to disrupt the industry. Talk yep. to me a little bit about what you're doing to disrupt uh, the commercial industry. Yeah. So, I mean, as an entrepreneur and like teaching entrepreneurship, we talk about uh, innovation and disruption in industries, uh, kind of like what Uber did for the taxi industry. They came in, had a very different way of doing things. And I mean, no one says, oh, I took a taxi. They say I Ubered or I took a Lyft, right? Yep. So we want to do the same thing in commercial real estate meaning that, you know, there's a traditional way of doing things, which is, you know, you put a sign out front of a building, um, maybe you put it in like a newspaper or uh, you throw it up on LoopNet, which is something we can talk about, um, you know, but you do, or those little flyers that you see in the convenience stores. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. We still do that. But we've found that just like in residential, there's a much better, um, I'm sorry, there's there's some dude with this motorcycle out there. Um, and we found that, uh, you know, that process like in residential really is effective. So really leveraging video and not just video, but drone video and professional video, not just going up with your cell phone and, you know, snapping a picture. And so, you know, one of the things that I found is a lot of people are just using like, you know, a cell phone, just snapping a picture on their cell phone and throwing it up. And I'm like, that's got to be professional, yeah. Like, you know. And so we really tried to do things different, which is why we call ourselves a boutique firm, as opposed to just a commercial real estate brokerage, um, because we really sit on three different pillars. Number one, um, uh, communication. Number two, number two, responsiveness, and number three, marketing. And so our team, if you look at our company structure, what you'll normally find in commercial real estate firms is two to three brokers. Um, you know, we have. Uh, brokers, and then we have agents. So we have eight agents. And the reason being is we want to be responsive. You want to see a property? See it now. I don't want you to wait. Um, You know, if somebody wants to see one of our properties and it's another uh, a broker and they want to see it, great, let's go. I want to show it to you today. You know, if you've got a question, I mean, you run a business. So, you know, you've got a lot of things going on. I want to be able to respond to you. I want to tell you what's going on with your property so you know, so you feel comfortable with the process. And then lastly, when it comes to marketing is, you know, leveraging Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, drone video. I mean, tons of content, professional uh, photography so that, you know, there's no way you don't know about uh, the properties that are for sale and for lease. Yeah. And I think the other thing that you're doing is playing nice in the sandbox in the commercial, right? So you talk about going in and disrupting what you're doing. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that was kind of frustrating with the, the commercial side is the is the lack of co-brokering. So in residential, it's very common for two agents to work together to, to put a deal. Mm-hmm. And, and on the commercial side, it's not so common. You know, no. there's a lot of double-siding of transactions. Mm-hmm. The listing agent also ends up bringing the buyer and it, it seems like it's because the, there's not a lot of marketing. So not too many people even own the properties for sale, except for their buying pool, which obviously is not getting the highest price for that seller. Yeah, I think that it has a lot to do with, well, I always kind of break it down like this. So there's like 50 to 60 commercial agents and there's 1,600 resident, residential agents. And when you think of what, uh, you know, like when you're on the residential side, you know, normally you're, you already automatically know somebody. Right. And so it's like, oh, my aunt's, you know, an agent. So, you know, and it's more emotional. So you're going to use your aunt. Right. Um, In commercial, there's not as many of us. So you kind of just go right to whoever represents the property um, because you just don't know a commercial agent. And so what we try to do is, yeah, there's a lot more double siding of deals. um, But what we really want to do is we'll, we'll work with anyone. I mean, my job is if I list your property is to sell it as fast and get as much money and have as smooth of a process um, to make that 
make sure that what your uh, your objectives uh, are accomplished. And so if that requires, I hope that people co-broke with me. That means that, you know, we're doing, we're working together. Moving properties. You know, I would love it if it was a little bit more like residential where people want to work together a little bit more and there was a lot more open communication. Unfortunately, right now there's not. Um, my hope is that we move it towards that. And we're, sure. we've, we've really forged some really good relationships with other brokers uh, in the area that are very cooperative and we're getting deals done. Great. And that's exciting because it, it just shows that, you know, first of all, this is a very busy time in commercial and residential and, you know, let's work together and make some money and let's yeah. make some people happy. Yeah. You know, let's put them in the right properties. You talked to uh, previously about the, the length of the process, you know, residential deals can, can be, you know, 30, 60, 90 days. Talk to me about the commercial side. <laughs> that's a due diligence period. Um, and <laughs> right. like for those that don't know what a due diligence period is, that's like your inspection period in residential. Due yeah. diligence is what we call it in commercial. And it can be much longer because the buildings can be much more complex, right? And you have to make sure that it fits your needs. So, I mean, as far as the timeline, I mean, on average, a commercial deal probably from a, a, a sales perspective, yep. not leasing, sales, I mean... I think the fastest deal we ever did was three months, which is like lightning speed. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to Jeff Bialke. He did an awesome job, Bacon Wilson. I don't know how he had it done because it's just so much more complex. It's not, you know, you're just, you know, 10 day inspection period, you know, a mortgage contingency, you know, 45 days later. And, you know, we're closing, you know, 15 days after that, yeah, yeah. you know, it's. Due diligence period, normally 30 to 45 days, maybe even 60 days. And some with the cannabis stuff that's going on, it could be six months, eight months, um, you know, and then it's uh, the mortgage contingency, which is a much more in-depth process on the commercial lending front. Um, and then you're doing environmentals and appraisals. And I mean, the longest deal that I've worked on so far is year it's it's still ongoing so it's a year and change and then because there were some environmental issues and but you know is it sometimes in commercial it's you just happy it gets done yeah <laughs> it's not you don't even care about the commission you're just yeah. like oh thank god that's done <laughs> because it's just there's so many other ways that it can fall apart. fall apart so the art of negotiating and keeping a deal together for your client is is almost more important than getting an accepted offer yeah yeah how about um how do I get started? Right. I'm interested in buying some commercial uh, property. Where do I get started? How do I look? Yeah. So um, there's a couple different fronts. I mean, you, you look at things very differently. So one of the most notable ways is, you know, you can drive around, you yeah. know, because people traditionally work in um, lo locate, not just like a town, they work on a road, right? They want, I want to be on, you know, Riverdale road um, in West Springfield. Sure. You know, I want to be on route 20, you know, so, or I want to be close to 91. So, uh, but they do work on location, but it can be location or road. Um, and so, you traditionally are going to look, um, you know, see if it's in the window signs. We get calls on signs all the time. Or um, like you have Zillow in residential, we have LoopNet. And there's some differences. I mean, uh, the diff main difference is most properties are listed on Zillow. Um, not every property is visible on LoopNet. So we pay uh, a company called CoStar who owns LoopNet to see all the properties available on LoopNet. The only time the public is going to see it is um, if somebody boosts it, like they boost a post on Facebook. So you sponsor or a, what's called a premium listing, and then everyone can see it. 
Um, and so I would say 50% of those are premium listings. Um, the more expensive the building guaranteed, it's going to be premium. But if you're looking for a lease or a smaller building that's say under, you know, 200,000, 300,000, chances are it may just be listed on there and it's not something the public can see. So it's a very different, and that's where, again, the complexity, we have to pay a lot of money to be able to see everything that's out there. And there's a lot more opportunity for pocket listings in the commercial world, which pocket listings, meaning that it's more of just, it's not public. It's something that an agent has and they just say, oh, I've got this property, but it's not public on Facebook or MLS or LoopNet. Sure. How about um, financing these buildings? That's oh, the best way to go about it. I mean, it. that's a, so being a commercial lender, I, you know, I obviously know the process pretty, uh, you know, uh, thoroughly, yeah. uh, but you know, it's, you know, you're not just you know, doing a debt to income ratio and making sure that you're above 51 or 52% or whatever the, the ratio is. You're doing, you know, you're giving tons of tax returns, in most cases, three past years tax returns, personal and a business if you own it. I mean, pretty much you're giving your firstborn to the banker and they always request other stuff. There's cash flows on the building if it's multi tenancy. They want your business tax returns. And once you get that, I mean, a lot of it is um, a bank's not going to loan you money unless it passes an environmental assessment, which means you know that there's no hazardous material, oil, um, you know, any petroleum products, uh, dry cleaning solution, any of that type of stuff. Um, you know, it has to pass that, um, and then you got to go to a you know an appraisal, which commercial appraisals normally more expensive, and your closing costs are normally more in commercial. I mean, your average closing cost in residential what probably like four to six grand. Sure. You know, we just did a closing for a building and it was 30,000, yeah. you know, it's so because it needed environmental assessments, which can get very expensive. And the more setbacks you have, um, you know, the longer the process is going to take, but sure. it takes a really good agent to make sure that that's negotiated correctly. Um, so that it can keep the deal together. Um, uh, because it's, you know, when I, I say, when an, you get an offer accepted, okay, we just took, we're, we're in the game now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it can be a long process. How about, um, you know, commercial sounds interesting to me. Yep. I want to make an investment into commercial. I don't own a business. Can I still play in that sandbox? Can I still invest Definitely. in commercial? How do I do it? Definitely. So and I actually like it in the state of Massachusetts a little bit better than residential because uh, there's a lot of um, tenant laws that uh, protect uh, residential renters. Uh, there's not as much uh, liability when you're in commercial. So um, they're longer term leases. It's not month to month. It's not year long leases. They could be five, 10, 20 years with options to extend. So you can make more money. There's obviously more risk, but it's a really strong investment. I mean, downtown Springfield's great opportunity right now. I just bought a building myself. So, you know, I think that that's something you might want to look at now that the residential, uh, you know, market is, is somewhat scarce. I think it makes sense to start looking at commercial. All right. We're coming up against the end of the show here, but just quickly, I know you guys are really trying to work the lease side and work with some tenants. Yeah. There's a tenant out there looking to get into the game. What's what's the best options for them? Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to figure out what your business is and what you truly need as part of your business. If it's a restaurant, you know, what's the traffic counts? What, how many, what's the foot traffic outside of that building? You know, what's the visibility? You know, uh, what's the demographics of the people that are going by? Are they your level of income? So those are some things you want to think about, but you know, there's a lot of complexity to it. So my suggestion is to call a commercial broker like us and we'll help you through the process. Awesome. Tons of great information, man. Like commercial real estate in 30 minutes. Not bad. I know. I don't even know how I did it. <laughs> 
Listen, if people got additional questions and they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Give me a ring. 413-459-4535. Again, that's 413-459-4535. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show, guys. As always, if you've just got general real estate related questions, whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest, uh, even if it's in commercial, we could refer you over to Jeremy. You know, don't hesitate to call us. If you're looking to even get into the game and get your license, um, you know, we do operate a school as well. So uh, don't hesitate to call. Again, that number 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Bravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. 